0: What's up, witches? And welcome to Witch Space. I'm Gemini. And I'm Scorpio. And today we're going to be talking about the summer solstice. And Scorpio, I've heard you've also got some questions for me for the end of this.
1: Oh, yes, because it is Gemini season. Yeah. So let's get to know Gemini a little bit more, so I figure I have some questions. 13, just to go with the themes that we've been talking about. Right? Very on-brand. Very on-brand. But first, let's talk about the summer solstice. And since this is your... A year in a day light. I realized I have not given you an assignment. In a while. So you're going to have an assignment that I guess you'll talk about next month. But right now, it's all about midsummer, June 21st. Basically, the hours of daylight are at the longest. Um, what's interesting is also the name, Litha, Lytha?
0: not really sure. Litha?
1: I don't know. One of those. Anyway, did you know that it was an English historian in the 1700s who gave it that name. No. And what that name really means, it's the Anglo-Saxon month of double length, which is actually June and July in our modern calendar. Oh, it was one month? The double month? I don't know. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how that goes. So uh, gods and goddesses would be all father and mother gods and goddesses. Particular emphasis on Aphrodite, Freya, Love her. Ishtar. Symbols are fire, the sun, oak trees, so there's a lot of like fires, bail, Belf I can't speak, Balefire leaping, Balefire fire leaping, bail fire leaping, bale fire, leaping. Bale fire, so you I light a speak. bale on fire and then you'll those leap it? Like, yeah. Flowers right. around a cauldron, you know, all that kind of good stuff.
0: Right. I enjoy lighting right? things on fire, I'm always there for that.
1: Um, colors are like white, red, yellow, golden, yellow, like So that.
0: like a uh, milkmaid in a white dress with red embroidery.
1: Something like that. Yeah. Cool. So it's a lesser Sabbath, but the it's summer a, solstice is a lesser. It's a another, lesser Sabbath. Really? Yeah. I feel like it should be a big deal. Well, it is. I mean, it's a lesser Sabbath, but I'm not going to say that it's not something people celebrate. It is.
0: Hmm. It's a little weird. Okay. I just, I guess, when you say like lesser, I imagine it to be like less important, but I feel like it's not less important.
1: No. I, I think that the, the Sabbaths are things that everybody takes seriously and that everybody celebrates. But some, I don't know. Okay. I'm summer, ready for this lesser Sabbath. A summer solstice for me is always, in a way, the beginning of hell because I hate the heat. The summer is the worst, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when summer solstice rolls around. But I also hate winter, so. Do you like anything is the question. Fall and spring. Okay, I don't even like spring because spring's like wet. Yeah, not only that, but <laughs> Just it's also fall. And, and allergies. So fall. Yeah, fall. I like Scorpio season. <laughs> oh wow, who's surprised by that? No one. <laughs> so I realized that some of the things that I feel like you should do is um, so your task. I would like you to be able to tell us the next time what are the uses and origins of the cauldron, the athame, the wand, and the besom. Is this a test? No. Just, okay. You know, you're just not making eggs anymore. You're just eggs. Oh, you're the eggs are so cute. Up. All right. But, and you know, if at all possible, what uses would you have in your practice or for Hellenismos? Do you use some of these things? So I know you say to me all the time, I light shit on fire. So my curiosity is, you know, do, when you start to research this stuff, can you find uses for it? Do you already use some of this stuff?
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I will do that. And next new New moon. moon. Scorpio has to remind me every time because the flow of time is alien to me. Next new moon, we'll talk about what I learned and how I
1: will uh, possibly use these things. Yeah. So now let's get to know Gemini a little bit more in Gemini season. Oh, no. And my first question is, how many years have you been practicing? Uh,
0: Time is alien to me. So in 2007... I made a Facebook post about how I was going to basically enter into Hellenismos for the first time, so probably, well, we'll say say 2007, because before that I wasn't, I was like more learning than doing. How many years is that? 12 years. 12 years. I've been practicing for shit, 12 years.
1: Wow. I'm an ancient crone. What's your favorite divination tool and why? Oh, man, tarot. For sure, Z. Um, It was the first...
0: Okay. When you say tool, do you mean general tool or do you mean like specific
1: No, it doesn't have to be a specific deck. No, if you have one, sure. But no, I just meant in general, your favorite tool.
0: tarot is my favorite because it's the one that I use the most. I have the most decks. I'm the most comfortable with the language. But the reason I got into tarot is because a girlfriend of mine... And I downloaded, like, a Harry Potter Oracle deck from DeviantArt. We, like, stole the pictures. Sorry to whoever's deck this was. And I printed them out and I put them on index cards. And I used them to tell fortunes for people. And I was great at it. Like, they were accurate. Thank you.
1: Even though they were stolen. Even
0: though they were stolen. And also Harry Potter. Um, I still have them. I actually keep them in my, like, tarot box. That's cool. I don't use them. I do not remember what the meanings we had assigned were. And I obviously don't have... Access to where I got that deck, but that's my favorite individual one just because it's like nostalgic.
1: That's a cool story. Yeah, you know, I'm old. How important is community? What does it mean to you? Uh, I
0: don't have community. Um, I My practice is very much a personal practice. Most of the time, it really doesn't matter to me. Everyone, every time I go to a church, every time I have to go to like a wedding or something, I look around and I'm like, wow, it would be really nice to be able to do something like this. To, like, celebrate with a community. To be around people who, like, share this in common with me. But mostly I I don't like to share. I grew up in a time where it was, like, very judgy and very, like, very judgmental from so many different fronts that I didn't want to be judged by anybody. So for me, it was like, it's, this can be a me thing and I don't have to worry about it. And I just got into the habit of that.
1: Favorite holiday or religious practice? My favorite
0: religious practice is me buying alcohol uh, to pour into offering bowls. (laughs) Typically with me going, yes, yes, I know I suck. I'm sorry. This is for you. Please don't hate me. Moving on. Um... I'm not really good at holidays. So a lot of my holidays are like celebrating specific um, God specific relationship specific stories. I don't do a lot right now with holidays. I didn't, I couldn't do them when I was living with my mother and I've only been living on my own for a little bit and it took me a little bit to get my fiance on board with me. So mostly it's just like a, you know, like, oh, say a prayer, light something on fire, move on. Um, I really like when Persephone uh, descends into the underworld. I love to celebrate, like, moving into winter. I like to not say anything petty about Demeter because she's great and I love her and I would never, ever blaspheme. Please
1: don't hurt me. To hex or not to hex? That is the question. (laughs) This is a good question. So, I talk a lot of shit. No.
0: (laughs) Come on. I talk so much shit. And I think I've given myself a reputation with Scorpio and therefore anyone Scorpio talks to. Because Aquarius also thinks that I'm this kind of person now. I don't I don't really do spells that often, so I really haven't hexed. Like I've hexed maybe one or two times and it's really like step on a um a Lego, like you can't find your remote, like that kind of thing. I really love like mundane hexes like that. If you're going to hex somebody, give them a minor inconvenience. Give them like your, (laughs) the casing pops on your key. But that sucks when the little metallic, oh, the worst. Give them you have to jump your car, right? If you're going to hex, make it something that is boring in its awfulness. I'm not a big fan of like, I put a curse on your whole family or, you know, anything deeper than that, because I just think it's, one, you have to have a lot of ego to think that you are capable enough to like, you know, a pox on your, your son and your daughter and your great, like that, like really you're that good. But also a lot of the things that I think people joke about hexing about, and I like to hope that it's joking. A lot of the things people joke about hexing about are, like, not really that big of a deal. Like, do I think that it's a great idea to, like, hex rapists? Yeah, go for it. Right? Did I have necessarily a problem with, like, trying to bind political figures? No. But I do think that when you come into a practice with, like, very love and light, and then you say, okay, I'm going to try hexing, I just don't think that you're equipped for it. And I'm not in a practice where I'm not really love and light.
1: Does any of this make any sense? These are my takes on hexing. No, it makes perfect sense. But I think the thing is, everyone thinks, oh, you're a witch, love and light, love. No, we're not hippies. We're witches. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. And I forget which text. I think we already talked about it um, in a previous podcast. This whole idea that sometimes you hex because it is for the greater good. Yeah. You know, we're not hippies this is not love and light necessarily there's got to be darkness for there to be light there has to be dark yeah so i think it makes perfect sense what you're saying
0: i am pro hex as a concept in the sense that i don't think we should police people right about hexing got it. but do i hex i don't really do much so okay <laughs> you know like once in a while
1: biggest influence to your practice could be a book could be a person can be whatever
0: um but edith hamilton's greek mythology
1: oh i love that edith hamilton's
0: greek mythology it was the first real book of greek mythology that i ever read and i'd been reading greek myths and greek stories since i was very young and i remember being like in sixth grade and like feeling this very strong connection to Athena and not understanding what the hell I was talking about. But Edith Hamilton's was the first time that it was more of like an anthropological thing. It was more like, this is just what the myth is. We haven't fictionalized it. We haven't dramatized it. This is what they wrote. And that got me into more of like a historical, more interested. And I was exploring just Wicca at the time. And that was the beginning of me being able to go, oh, I could I could just put these two things together. I could just do magic and worship the Greek gods and I could do it at the same time. Boom. This is the end of my life. What do you most want to study? Oh, goodness. In the context of which space?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't (laughs) care if you want to learn how to, you know, mambo. I mean. I I would love to learn that.
0: What do I most want to study? I, look, here's the problem. I'm a Gemini. I like to know everything.
1: Yeah, but I mean, what do you? What would you really love to focus your attention on? Um,
0: I really love spell paradigms. So I really like looking at what makes spells work. Yeah, so I really want to study um, spell paradigms. I want to. Lo- I like to look at like why do you the use science. the science behind it? Why do you use a purple candle? Why do you use a red thread? And that's something I like to look at when we do sit and spells is sometimes I like to just approach one ingredient. You know, we posted about
1: the, spell.
0: we posted a sit spell earlier that was, I looked at like a piece of amethyst. I had gotten an amethyst crystal and I said, all right, how many different spells can I write using this amethyst crystal? What does it mean to a spell to put an amethyst in it, to put a cube of amethyst in it? And so breaking down that and looking at witchcraft in almost a scientific light, I think, is super interesting to me. And I think it's something that we just don't do nearly enough. Biggest pet peeve about
1: the craft today?
0: I, oh, biggest pet peeve about the craft today.
1: You already know what mine is. I already know what yours is.
0: I think, God, I don't know. I think my biggest pet peeve about the craft today, I don't know if I have one, is the problem.
1: That's fine if you don't. Because I think... That's kind of good, in I a think way. my problem
0: is just I always compare everything to when I was learning, and I think it was such a judgmental environment. Like, I have so much hope and faith in the direction that the craft is going, because I think it's, it's opening up so much. I agree. And it's allowing for all of these changes and growth. I do... Th- think that it's annoying to I feel like there's like a co-opting of the craft for money and that I just find exhausting like I'm really excited that astrology is popular and that it's like on purses that I can get and all of that but I just want I guess I want more genuineness like, I don't need you to be a witch to sell me things. I'm cool. I'm good. If you make a beautiful astrological purse, I'm going to buy it because I have no self-control. I feel like sometimes people put on this act for things like, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, selling on Etsy, where they, they think it has to be deeper than it is. And like factually and truly, it's not that deep. But otherwise, I really like I like this. I like the direction we're going. I hope I agree. We stay in this direction for a while longer.
1: I agree. I mean, that's not to say that we don't like shopping from witches. I prefer to shop from somebody who's a witch making something beautiful but than I'm, somebody who isn't. But I don't it's, want you to right. it's not that you're right to be a witch. Right. What are you most looking forward to doing on this podcast? Oh my god, I just
0: love to talk. I just love to talk so much. I love this. Um, I just think it's great to be able to talk to somebody about all of my takes. Like, I have a lot of opinions about witchcraft and about paganism as a whole, and I've never really had an outlet for that, so I am most excited to word vomit at our listeners.
1: Wow. That was an image I didn't need right now. It's also the most Gemini answer.
0: Like, oh, what do you want to do? I want to talk. Duh.
1: All right. doesn't have to be me just talking in general just
0: I want to I want to say things yes
1: um who's the witch you'd most like to
0: interview uh I'm not that oh god I don't know I'm like I don't know a lot okay who's the witch that I would most like to interview
1: even if there's some, even if they're dead and you can't interview oh, them even if who, they're would dead, you, who, who would you want to interview
0: over I
1: mean i was just trying to Open up the okay, scope in case well, you need it. needed. Well, I don't
0: know if I'm going to answer this two ways. Mm. Um, I am not super connected to the community as a whole, as I think I've said in this this episode at least. I, I'm learning that stuff. I would love to interview um, Rebecca Fay. She was great. She, love her. Um, I would love to interview. Okay, so I don't know, I don't actually, can't confirm that Kelly Doty is a witch, but I'm pretty sure Kelly Doty's a witch. Okay. And she's a tattoo artist in uh, Salem who runs Helheim Gallery. Okay. She's a swamp witch. I know she is. I know she's a witch. I want to interview her. But if I could pick anybody, I don't, I also don't know if she counts as a witch, but I would love to like go back in time and interview one of the oracles at Delphi.
1: That would be dope. I would say that counts, especially if you're, you know, you- you follow Hellenismo. So I would say, yes, the oracles, definitely. That would be the coolest yeah. thing. All right. So that, that's cool. I yeah. like that. I knew some people. Yeah. Which also is telling our our listeners the direction we might be going in, which is...
0: I would love to interview people.
1: Yeah. That, we're definitely going to do that.
0: Yeah. So if you have any suggestions, if there's anybody like, I know nothing, help me know more.
1: I have got a list and we'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Favorite part of Gemini season. Oh, my
0: God. Okay, so here's the thing. This is a scalding hot take. This is, like, unpopular opinion. Gemini season sucks. (gasps) What? Sucks. Because Gemini season always hits right at the end of the school year, so I'm super busy. Yeah, but, like, awesome because it's
1: the end of the school year. Yeah,
0: but Gemini season ends before we're even out of work.
1: True, yeah. Right?
0: So I'm still working. It's getting hot, but I can't like go do anything fun because I'm still working.
1: Yeah, but our our load is lighter now. I mean, we're working, but I mean, once I've graded my finals, I'm pretty much done. I have a lot of babysitting. Okay, yeah, I have a I lot know. of like lunch duties and yeah. Dungeons and
0: Dragons clubs. Okay, and, but it's just like if if school ended May, like in college, if I was a college professor, Gemini season would be the litest. It would be the lit Um, So my favorite part of Gemini season is taking my air conditioner out of the closet and putting it in the window. That's my favorite part.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, hot take Gemini season is the worst. Since we're coming to the end of the questions, is there anything you want the listeners to know that you feel I haven't asked you or that you really want them to know about you? Oh, God. I don't I. I don't know. I'm just I looking know. at you. I, I, mean, just, I don't know what you're going to say. I'm
0: staring. I'm just staring at Scorpio, trying to, like, formulate sentences right now. I don't know if there's anything that I want the listeners to know. I want them to know that I am kind of doing this at the same time that they are. That I know that there's some of them out there that have really... They're just trying to figure out what's going on and, like, what their their practice really is. Mm. And even though I've been doing this for 12 years, I haven't been doing this exact thing for 12 years. It's been, like, this constant progression. And so I guess I kind of feel like I'm in the listener's boat a lot of the time. Is, yes, I am Hellenic and, yes, I have a practice. But this practice has evolved from a previous practice, evolved from a previous practice. So I still really have no idea what I'm doing. I just
1: know what I'm doing at any given time. You know what's interesting? From, and I guess we're coming at this from two different perspectives. For the podcast, for me, it's just all the rereading of this stuff and discussing it with you has just reinforced my practice is how I feel. It's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't know if anything will change about my practice from like the year in the day. But it it is making me incredibly conscious of like where I was 10 years ago. And where I was five years ago and how I've moved into different spaces like for a period of time I did my practice was really alchemical based so just looking at what I'm saying now versus what I would have said five years ago. So my practice has been different throughout the years and just looking at that really shows me that like I'm going to be learning no matter what we do in the podcast.
1: Last question.
0: Why is Scorpio so awesome? Oh god, I hate you so much. (laughs) Okay. I'm gonna be really nice to you right now. And then we're going to close this and I'm gonna leave and I'm not speaking to you for a while. Okay. Scorpio's pretty pretty great. Um, it's been very interesting to be friends with you as opposed to like be in a relationship where it's more academic, more like school-based. Um Scorpio literally gives zero fucks at any given time. Like Scorpio will tell you how it is. (laughs) This is the truth. This is how it like, this is what's happening moving on, which I very much enjoy. I think that that is something that as a Gemini is really like a lovely aspect in my life. I enjoy having something that I don't have to like worry about. There's no like navigating. Um, I think that you're super knowledgeable I think that you are great at finding information, like knowing what's important. Are you also a little bit needy? Yes. Uh, are you also a little bit demanding? Yes. Are you also like the most Scorpio-ass person I've ever met? Yes. But I think, I think Gemini and Scorpio really balance each other out. Also, I'm pretty sure we both have Cancer Moons. So I think that is really the connection here more than anything. What I find interesting,
1: because usually you accuse me of bringing everything to me, I said, why are Scorpios so awesome? And you chose to talk about why I am awesome. I heard. And that is the best way to end this podcast. <laughs> no, I heard you say, why is no, Scorpio? No. Why are... I 100%
0: heard you say, why is Scorpio? And I'm going to go no, back and listen to you this. You can listen
1: to it. But my question was, why are Scorpio- Scorpios so awesome? I don't... And you chose to write, to talk about me. So, you know what? Take. This way. I don't a think great Scorpios
0: way. are that great. Uh, apparently as a you group.
1: do. <laughs> no, but apparently I am. So it's that was, cancer mood of yours. Uh, so, this... This actually wound up being a better answer than I was hoping for, um, so this was awesome. So I hope everybody got to learn a little bit more about Gemini and, and also why, about you, yeah, and why I'm so great. And uh, yeah,
0: this was fun. It was fun. It was. I was really worried when you said we were going to do this that these were going to be like these really deep, like probing questions that I wasn't going to have any answers to and was no. really uncomfortable about. No, because so it should be
1: fun. And, and I, I was, think it was.
0: Yeah. I think it really like addressed things that we should talk about, but it also was like not horrifyingly scary yeah (laughs) and with that thank you guys so much for listening shout out again to sean mcshane for our amazing intro and outro music of course the next time you'll hear from us will be our full moon episode and that get excited is going to be our discussion of the ferrars and their witchcraft bible scorpio has been going absolutely bonkers to talk about these guys so i can't wait for you to hear all the things we had to say We continue to be so grateful for all of your support. You can reach out to us at our email, whichspaceco at gmail.com, or on Instagram, where we are always. If you want to subscribe, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. And we'd love to hear any feedback that you guys have. And remember, if you're following the moons, you're following us.